where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me, let me just say that it is a blessing to be able to be here today. Amen. In spite of what the enemy desires, Amen. I pressed my way. This day was one of them pressing days. But I thank God for the pressing days because without the pressing days, we will not have the blessing days. A lot of times we wanted to always be a, a, pressing, a blessing, but some days it's going to have to be a pressing way. You got to press your way. Amen. And we thank God for what God is doing. Thank God for our uh, uh, brothering. Amen. That having church, not as usual. Amen. Dr. Brunswick, Brother Brunswick, he had fellowship on the Sabbath at 1130. And uh, I, I can assure you, it is not church as usual. It's... Uh, uh, different. And as I told, I tell everyone that here, you don't take Brother Wellworth, you got to call him or uh, go and visit him. He's 15 Blaylock Street, the Kingdom of God Learning Center. Amen. It is not church. It is what it says, the Kingdom of God Learning Center. Amen. Uh, it will teach you in some areas that Really, you just didn't understand. Well, I ain't going to say you didn't understand. You just needed someone to open up your understanding. And you would say, wow, all this time I thought this, I thought that. And guess what? You realized that that wasn't what it was because it wasn't lining up with the Scripture. So if it's not lining up with the Scriptures, believers, then it's a possibility 
that we are going on our own intuition. And that can be wrong because the Bible said there is a way which seems right unto a man, but then there are other ways of death. So guess what? We don't want you to go in the ways of death. We want you to go in the ways of righteousness and receive the right things, the right teaching. Amen. It's sad because the Bible does say there is a way which seems right unto a man, but then there are other ways of death. And this would be a sad thing that we was calling ourselves that we wanted to do right. We thought we was doing right. But guess what? You say, but then nobody tell me, Brother Wet. No, no, no. God had somebody in line to tell you. But you didn't want to listen. So I'm saying, give him a call. And the church is located 15 Blaylock. I keep saying the church, the Learning Center is located 15 Blaylock. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, zip code 30354. And you put that in, and I guarantee you it'll lead you to the door, or you give him a call at 404-202-7064. This is Brother Herd Brunswick. He would love to talk to you and to give you information on uh, what it's about, what he's standing for, and whatever, okay? That's 404-202-7064. Now, in the, also in the way of announcement, I would love for you to make plans to meet Brother Ware. I, I, I really would like to meet some of you. I've talked to you on the phone, heard from some of you on the website, and so on and so on. I will be in Atlanta, if the Lord say the same, uh, on this month, the 19th at 730 and the 20th at 730. This is a seminar that God has given me to teach, and that's what I'm going to do according to the will and the plan of God, not to tell anybody else. I ain't concerned about what somebody else is saying. I'm concerned about you getting that which God would have me to say on that 19th at 730 and that 20th. I would love for you to come at the place that I just announced um, that he have service there on the Sabbath, but I will be there that Thursday night at 730 and that Friday night at 730. And it will be, I will tell you more about what the seminar will be about on next week. I just want to wait, okay? All right, let's get to work. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you, Lord. I honor you in just enabling me to be able to say or to speak that which you would give me to say today. God, that I may go forth and that I might teach and might in awaken that individual that's lying, their spirit is lying dominant, that it will come forth and awaken them into the knowledge of the truth and go forth and do and be the vessel that you have called and chose them to be. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. Now, Father, I ask you to allow me to decrease. 
I would love to decrease, God, and ask you to increase in my life that I speak, not me speak, but that you speak through me and bring them to the knowledge of the truth. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. All right, we thank God, we thank God, I thank the Lord for what God is doing. I really do. Amen. A lot of things I don't understand. A lot of things come to me, and I try to find out why certain things, and, and, and we can't understand why in all things. I know some of the things that's happening in your life. Sometimes you say, Lord, why is this and why is that? I believe if we come away from saying why, just saying thank you so that I may know his will, his calling, and his plan in our life. If we focus on, I want him to get the best from me. Amen. At this time, I want him to be glorified. I want him to be magnified. It's about him, believers. We work, we work, we do this, we do that, and you do it constantly. Uh, and you, and listen, it's nothing wrong with saving. The Bible say consider the ways of an ant. I, I, I believe that all believers should have some kind of savings account. I believe that if, if you ain't able to put in but a couple of dollars a week, at least something, I believe that all believers should be willing to do that, that can, especially here in America. We understand that in the other countries, they may not be making the amount of money or uh, not getting in, but you should be willing to do so. But it's sad that we work a lifetime and we work, we work, we get this, we get that, and then all of a sudden we find ourselves being old. And after being old, we try to figure out, you know, I don't work a lifetime now, I can't spend it, I can't do this, and I, I'm scared to spend it because I don't know what tomorrow going to bring, and so on and so on. And what happened is that we accomplish something that it doesn't mean nothing. And then those that are trying to go higher in the Lord, as they call it, and they're getting away from the scriptures. They're getting away from the scriptures simply because they got to do it man's way. They climb up the ladder. And when you do it man's way to climb the ladder, folks, you get away from the scriptures. Now, in the, in the, in the book of First Epistle of John, we said that, but the anointing which ye have received of him abides in you. Wait a minute. If it's abiding in you, ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things and all truth and is no lie, and even as it have taught you, ye shall abide in him. Now, wait a minute. We got a problem right there, believers. You say, we got a problem. Yes, we got a problem. Uh, and here's the problem. When, somebody, when a husband and wife introduce themselves to me and say, we are pastors, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because God did not call no two-headed nothing. 
It is not lining up with the scripture. I know we receiving these things in this day and time. I know that. I know, man, you trying to tell somebody something today, they're going to tell you, no, brother, well, this is what the word of God is saying, this and and we believe this, and we believe that. And, 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 but, but wait a minute. How is that lining up with the anointing? How is the, uh, the anointing of the Spirit? Listen, I know a sister, and, and I'm not just saying, I'm not just bragging on this one particular. I know a few of them that have the Spirit of God. But this sister uh, have the anointing of God abiding in her. Now, she don't call herself an evangelist. She don't call herself a pastor. She don't call herself uh, 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 whatever, okay? She don't have a title, no more than mother. Some people call her mother. Some people call her sister. Now, wait a minute. The anointing that abides in her, I, I can say at least three times, at least three times I've, I've talked to this mother and and even before I could tell her what I talked about, she asked me. And I thought about how that when Elisha, when the people's come to, I'm sorry, Elijah, when Elijah came, listen to, a, uh, uh, I'm talking too fast. When they came to Elijah, when they came to Elisha, I can show you scripturally that they was able to tell them. They was able to tell them why was they coming from the start with. Why? Because it was the anointing of God abiding in them. And if we believe that God knows all things, believers, we say that we believe that, but we don't believe that. Because if we believe that, then guess what? We would carry ourselves in a different form. So we believe that God believed just what we think that he should believe. That's why we spend a lifetime trying to do something for God, trying to make this happen for God. We act like God don't, we act like he don't know us doing this. He don't know us doing that, especially if we want to do it our way. Like I say, when a husband and wife introduce themselves and the wife say, well, we are pastors of so-and-so in church, guess what? I automatically know that they are not lining up with the scripture. How can I say that? Am I judging them? No, I'm not judging them. I'm only saying neither one of them can show me. That's in anything. If you've got a two-headed monster or you got, uh, uh, and I'm not trying to throw off because some people might know somebody some, and eventually that were born with two heads. That's not normal, people. That's not according to what we know as normal. So how in the world can we say that God, by the Spirit of God, being led of the Spirit of God, but yet we got stuff out of order? Then, then I met people that say the wife was the pastor and uh, the husband was the deacon. I, wait a minute. What happened to leadership? What happened to uh, what the scriptures say, that the man should be the head of the house. Now, I know, I know I'm going to uh, get in trouble saying this because, see, I don't have time to teach on it like it should be. People saying, well, by the way, you just believe in the old-timey way, the old-fashioned way that the woman should be barefoot and pregnant. No, I don't. No, I don't. I believe that God can use who he will, but he's not going to use people's completely out of order from the scripture 
The Bible says, let every man be willing to prove that hope that you have within you. If you can't prove it, how are you going to say that that is truth? If you can't prove it, and they can't prove it. I ain't found one yet in, in at least 35 years. I, I mean, I've been in this 43 years now, counting the last Sunday. Matter of fact, I thank God that I was able to visit the pastor that led me to Christ and and in, invited me to his fellowship, and I was able to go, and now he's a little senile, but nevertheless, he still had the church, and I thought, man, it's sad that uh, we can't step away from things that we are set up there, and I think about, uh, well, anyway, it was just a few people. It was just a few people that was uh, there uh, that was... Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, it wasn't no standard. It wasn't no guideline. It really wasn't. And it wasn't no guideline because he's old now. He's 80-some years old. And he he don't have the unction. I love him. Thank God for him. And I was a blessing. I went to be a blessing to him, thanking him for uh, allowing me to be a part of that as I call it, kindergarten. Amen. It always has to be, excuse me, elementary school, middle school, and high school. Some people's go all the way. Back in the day, they didn't have to leave the building. They went to every grade there in the, every grade in the uh, uh, school that they were attending. That my, my dad went to a, a one-room school. So that was the same school that he went from the first, and they had the, the little bit of children sitting in one spot, and the bigger children sitting in another, and the bigger little children were sitting in the spot. But now I didn't see that because when I came along, we had two schools. You went to elementary school, and you left elementary school, and you went to high school, and you became a sub-freshman when I was in school. But here's what I'm saying. If some elementary schools... I, you never should forget your elementary school because that's where you learned your ABCs at. That's where I learned my ABCs. I learned that Christ can deliver you from drugs. Christ can deliver you from alcohol. Christ can deliver you from a wretched life that's going contrary to the will and the plan that he planned you for. I learned that there. And I learned the fundamental things that you should pray and you should read your Bible and you should reach about it to get a direction on what he would have for you to do. That's where I learned in elementary school. But uh, God chose to carry me on. Now, it always got to be elementary teachers. You don't condemn them because without the elementary school, you can't get to the middle school now. And without the middle school, you can't get to the high school. And without high school, you can't get to college. It's just that simple. So... I'm not going to spend time in condemning them. No, ma'am. No, sir. But what I am going to say that some of, some of the people's there that's there should be in a different position. And what I mean by different position, they should be growing. They should be growing. If they're going to stay there, they should be teaching elementary. They should be going witnessing and bringing in sinners off the street and bringing in drug addicts and allowing them to be delivered and allowing this person and that person 
to grow in the wisdom and the knowledge of God, to know who Jesus the Christ is of the Bible. Now, that's the person in elementary school, but the person in middle school, and the reason I'm telling you this because my latest book, What Greater uh, Spiritual Are You uh, In? But uh, the uh, middle school, it prepares you to for different classes. You've been used to one class when you was in elementary school, but now you move on. But I'm not going to teach that because that's not where I'm teaching today. I'm back on this anointing. It's amazing how people say that they got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They say, God, fill me with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. Some of them say, well, you don't use ghosts no more, brother. Well, that's God is not a ghost. He's a spirit. He's an omnipresent spirit. Okay, well, if that's what you want me to use then for your sake, the Spirit of God. How is it? that you was be born of the Spirit of God. Now, I want you to think about this. Think about how that you surrendered your life to be uh, in Christ. You said that Christ convicted you. That ain't what Brother West said. You said it. You said not only did he convict you, but he saved you. I understand. I'm not being uh, biased or, or trying to pick on you when I'm saying save. I know you're talking about you're saved until the end. I understand that you was converted. You give your life. And because you gave your life to Christ, now all of a sudden you're, on, you, you're working until the end. You're looking for a heavenly reward. Now, we talking about you, brother. Talk about you, sister. How is it that you can be led of the same spirit and at the same time, say that God did uh, did this, but yet God is a confused God. God would have the sister to say, "Well, God, I'm, you calling him, you calling her the pastor, but you calling him to be the deacon, or you calling him to be this, or you calling him to just be set in the pew, or not be converted?" Because I know some individuals like that. The husband is not even converted. Now, I'm just wondering, I'm sitting, I'm wondering, I'm saying, wait a minute, we're reading from the same Bible. I ask you to show me, teach me where is it in the scripture that the women is to rule the man. I'm sorry, I don't see that. Or to be two heads, or they are equal with the man. Where, brother, where God took that rib from the, took the man rib from the side, so she's supposed to be Walking with, you know, it's amazing how we justify things like the world. Why can't we be like God called us to be and allow the anointing? You say, wait a minute, I, I got it. Uh, you say, you left where you was telling me about this sister, this mother. This mother, you don't even have to tell her. If you call her and just start talking, I saw it for myself that God have used her. Now, she might not be mighty and great in somebody else's eyes, but guess what? In Brother Ware's eyes, she's a woman of God. She's one that you want to hear and one you want to sit by, not because of the fact that she's going to do this or do that for you. No, 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 because of the love of God, but because the anointing of God, the anointing of God will allow you to know 
and a whole lot more sisters could have the anointing of God if they quit trying to be like the world. We are allowing the world, the Bible said, come out from among the world and be ye separate, says the Lord. That's what the scripture said. Now, if the Bible done told you to come out from among the world, and the Bible done told you, look, you be separate from the world, don't, don't do what the world do, how is it that we following the world? How is we allowing the world to dictate to us? How is we that sin that we were born of God, and God have chose you, God have ordained you, God have a blood wash you from your miserable sin? And after you were blood washed from your miserable sin, and then you turn around and do the things. The Bible said, wherefore, here's what it's saying. Now, this is the, uh, well, I'll read up a little further. In Second uh, Corinthians, okay, Second Corinthians, the uh, sixth chapter, and I'm going to start at the 16th verse, just for, I was going to the 17th, but I'm going to start up there. It says, and what agreement has the temple of God with the idols. For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be they God, their God and they shall be my people. Hold up, folks. Hold up. Hold up right there. Now, if God going to be your God and he's going to dwell in you, Shouldn't he be living according to the word that he done told her? Then he goes further in the 17th verse and say, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not, uh, uh, not the unclean things, and I will receive you unto myself. Listen, believers, people's not separating themselves. They are not willing to be separated. And you know why they're not willing to be separated? Only because of the fact that the world is not popular to be separated. It's not popular to tell the sister, you don't need to sit in the church house, in the church building, say you come to worship and praise God and you unmarried, and your husband, your boyfriend, I'm sorry, your boyfriend is sitting up there hugging you when the scripture don't told you, touch not, that uh, hold up to a, nevertheless let a man not touch a woman to avoid fornication. How in the world that you you saying you hear the man of God preaching you and teaching you the word of God when you are touching the your girlfriend? It's not right. I know preachers don't talk about things like this. I understand that. I'm not trying to be like the other preachers. I'm only doing what God has commissioned me to do. I'm sorry, I'm not married now because my wife done went on to be in, in, into eternity. But if I was married, she still wouldn't be no equal partner for as it comes to uh, uh, pastoring. I would be the pastor. Well, brother, well, ye might not get nowhere with her. Maybe not on this side. But I can say I obey God. Yes, she there for me in case I counsel. I can bring her in the office. And I could let her sit in there while I'm talking to an unsaved or saved young lady or something that my good wouldn't be even spoken of. But still, I don't call her no co-pastor. I tell you what, I'm coming back, and I'll get back in this uh, after the break. Amen. And we'll believe in God 
that you have a question or comment after so. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Well, we are back. We thank the Lord. Amen. Uh, again, I thank the Lord for, I'm looking forward to some of you that I hadn't seen in, in a while and some of you that I have seen, uh, hadn't, had not met. Amen. God have opened up uh, the door for me to meet a lot of people here recently. And I'm looking forward to meeting you in the two uh, night seminar. That's the 19th and 20th. Please put that on your calendar. Amen. I'll be here in the city of Atlanta at uh, 15 Blaylock Street. Uh, some people call it hate me or some call it Atlanta. But ever how, if you put in your and your phone the zip code 30354-15 Blaylock Street, I guarantee you it'll lead you to the door, okay? Amen. I do want to see you. The number is 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. I would love for you to uh, question or comment because, see, we are, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with uh, peoples today that look like the preachers are scared to say something. I don't know why, it, 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 and I, yes, I do. It is about people's coming to the church, and they don't want to offend them and dry them off. They got this little thing, say, you better catch them before you clean them. 
Well, that's fishing. That's fishing. And fishing of men's, you don't have to clean men's. You don't have to catch them. It's the Spirit of God does the work, not us. Maybe that's what we're missing it out at. We believing that we supposed to do, we supposed to tell them the truth. We supposed to tell brothers and sisters that God is requiring a holy lifestyle. You got to be different. I'm sorry, you got to be different. You got to be one that be separate from the world. You cannot do what the world do. You can live holy. You can. I, I'm a living witness. So, well, brother, well, I don't raise you saying that you old now. Well, you. what about when you was old? Well, I was fortunate enough to have a wife for 38 years. So, yes, I, 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 I know, but I believe that God could have kept me then like he keep me now. I, I really believe that. I believe that God is calling now for us to be different from the world. Look like people don't want to separate themselves. You can't tell a believer from a non-believer. If they don't say nothing, we don't even know. But what about what we just read? How come the anointing that's in you don't make you different? No, ma'am, I ain't telling you that you got to put on a long dress that's dragging the ground and uh, uh, you, you got to uh, tie your head up and, and looking like Mo Mamie or looking like what they used to have on the Aunt your Mama uh, pancake box. I'm not saying none of that, no ma'am. But I am saying there should be a standard. We done got away from it, and the ministers are, are scared to tell people that you. I'm looking, I went in the fellowship, and I'm seeing that boyfriend and girlfriend uh, hugged up. No, 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 no. And you sin, you come in and worship, worship God. You're saying that you're coming to be a blessing and to receive a blessing. And you all sitting up there and it's not a problem. The girl sitting up there and showing all of yesterday and nobody scared to even say it was a time that mothers would pull them to the side and say, baby, you shouldn't do that. You say, but brother, where you worry about the outward? I sure am because God worried about the outward. As I said it on last week, I showed you scripturally. People say it ain't nowhere in the Bible. They ain't read the Bible, and that's the problem. They're not reading the Bible. God peoples have always had a different uh, dress code than the world. God, even the priests, even when the priests, believers, God gave them a dress code. How come he didn't let Adam and Eve uh, wear the apron? But because of the fact that peoples now want to do their own thing, they want to continue to doing what they were doing. Don't rock my boat. Leave me alone. I'm not concerned about this. You just concerned about me coming in and giving you my money. No, ma'am. No, sir. Thank God that I'm not pastoring anymore. I don't have to worry about that. I, I thank God for the few supporters that keep the broadcast on the air. Looking for more uh, uh, people to support, yes, so we can do even the more. But guess what? God is blessing that we are able to do what God has put in my spirit to do. Yes, and that's all I'm saying. A lot of people want to look at it being rich. I want, listen to me. If God should call me home tomorrow, I still want to hear, Brother Ware, you fought a good fight. You kept the faith. I want to believe that. I want to hear that. It ain't about me getting this person and getting that person and showing them and showing that. No, ma'am, no, sir. 
It ain't about that. Me being glorified. It's about he being glorified. We don't want God to be glorified in our life. All right. Uh, let's call. I'm trying to say I didn't give it. The number, the 404-355-8699. Question or comment? Yes, I do believe that God can use people. But I'm telling you, the stuff that's going on now, the Spirit of God is not teaching them. The Spirit of God is not leading them. Because if they were, out of all the churches that we have, believers, don't you know somebody would have, I mean, the power of God would have fell in the midst of uh, uh, somebody and brought forth a difference. Everybody is recruiting. We in the form of recruiting. That's what it is, recruiting to get this, recruiting to get that, because I need to see this. I need to see that. I got to have certain numbers. This person got to have a certain number because this make me this and that make me that. You know, uh, I, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. It doesn't make you nothing if you're not doing what God done told you to do. And that's what it's about, obeying God in spirit and in truth. And when you obey God, when you decide that I want to follow Christ, because I'm tired of living an up-and-down life. I'm tired of being up today. I know some of you are tired of that. I know some of you done got tired of going through a ritual. You Today you're doing this, but tomorrow you're uh, doing, going right back, and you think you're through with it, and lo and behold, you are there. All right, we're going to take the call, and then we'll be right back. God bless your caller. You are on the air. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. How are you, sir? Wonderful. Good, good. I wanted to let you know, uh, David, we had lunch today, and uh, I wanted to let you know oh, how much brother I appreciate Dave. you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, just your wisdom and just listening to you speak, and I just hang on every word, and I just want to let you know uh, I appreciate you and your time, and just thank you for your ministry and all you do. Thank you, and thank you for the fellowship. Amen. Yes, Amen. Sir. I truly thank you how the Lord have hooked us together. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. I appreciate you, Brother Ware. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you. Amen. We thank God for Brother Dave. I met him, uh, I guess, about a year ago. Amen. Uh, brother that loved the Lord and loved the truth of God. That's the thing. He, he just not... Uh, following tradition, think he got to go to a building and, and sit up in the building and, and feel that that's the will and the plan of God. No, no, no. It's about him obeying God. If, if a lot of you, and that's what I'm trying to do, get people to get on board, to be that vessel fit for the master's youth, chosen and ordained of God to follow righteousness. Folks, you know as well as I know, you might not uh, submit it in the, uh, might not say it in the midst of people, but when you get by yourself, you say, wait a minute, this, these folks can't be saved. They look the same way they're going to the club. They're acting the same way. They're using profanity. They're using this. The preachers is cussing from the pulpit, and yet we are following this trend. 
when God now said, come out from among them. How is it that all the songs that we listen to now has got to remind us of the boogie songs or the worldly song that you don't heard? They just want to change a couple of words and make that uh, be Christ. That's not Christ, believers. What happened to hymns? What happened to you? Say, well, brother, where you old? And that's, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you. How is it? Yeah, I know I don't got old now. Yeah. But guess what? I still, now, if I'm going to listen to uh, uh, a worldly song, because I may listen to a station that play old music or something. Guess what? I ain't feeling condemned because that's not the time. The time you say, well, brother, well, I, I, I don't listen to this no time. Well, that's good. That's you. Amen. And I'm not condemning that. I'm praising that. Amen. I'm praising it simply because of the fact that you should have a hymn on your mind and on your heart. But guess what? If you are doing that and then the word, the, the, the so-called gospel that you're listening to, it just like it was uh, when you was in the boogie, they just put throw Jesus in it and it's supposed to be anointed. And these guys, these girls, they dress just like the world. They're acting like the world. Guess what? I don't see no different. I think it should be a different believers. I truly do. Now, I wouldn't dare listen to uh, uh, something that's using profanity and using degrading a woman or doing this or doing that. No, no, no. Wouldn't dare do that. But I'm saying it's got to be a different. I'm sorry. It got to be a different. People don't want to accept that it's a different. The anointing, the scripture said, not Brother Webb, the scripture said, the anointing that you have received. So if you got the uh, same anointing I got, and I've been asking for 35 years, I know this, 35. Um, I've been uh, converted for a little longer than that because, uh, like I told you, I went back to the fellowship that I was at for, uh, for my 43rd uh, year to because I started preaching 43 years ago and, uh, at New Life in Christ Baptist Church. That was my that was my elementary school. I thank God for that elementary school, just like I thank God for Branch Street Elementary School in Abbeville, South Carolina. I thank God. If it hadn't been for that, I wouldn't have learned my ABC. Well, I learned my ABCs in in the old teachers' house. You know how retired teachers would have kindergarten, and that was our kindergarten. And then I went to the first grade and on and on. Okay. Here's what I'm saying, folks. I, I, let, let, let's just quit beating around the bush. If you are converted, if your life has been changed, if you know that God has came into your life, why won't you get the Bible? Why won't you sit down and ask God to lead and guide you into all truth? You shouldn't be going up and down and round and around with your lifestyle. Your lifestyle shouldn't be like it is now. And the only way it's, it's up and down, the only way it's a seesaw life, guess what? It's that way because you're not willing to give it to Christ. You're not willing to be different. You're not willing to come away from the mess that we see going on. It's got to be a different. It's got to be somebody believing that, listen, you say, well, brother, because they doing it in the church. Well, why are you setting up there? 
Why are you sitting in the church that doing this? You might as well not be there when you know they're wrong and you know they're going against the scriptures. Then you're going to sit there just to say, I went to church this week. Something is wrong with your salvation. Something is wrong with the anointing of God that's dwelling in you. Now you're telling us we don't need to go to church. No, brother, I didn't say that. I'm saying, why are you sitting there? I'm saying, why don't you pray? Don't you get tired of going up and down, going through life with these up and down? You say, well, uh, brother, where well, I don't care the spirit of God. Everybody going to have some up and down day. Well, guess what? Abide in him, and he'll abide in you. Trust me, your up and down will not be as bad as you're going through now. The only reason we're going through up and down because we abide in the flesh. When I abide in the flesh, listen, some nights I want to sleep. I really do. I want to sleep. But God began to put certain things on my heart and on my mind, and I began to talk to the Lord with it. I, I remember uh, just this week, uh, I, 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 I couldn't go to sleep, so I got up and I prayed. I got on my knees, and I said, well, Lord, I, maybe you want to speak to me. Maybe it's something that I need to know. Then I, that didn't happen. I didn't get nothing then, only get my knees hurting. So I got up and I laid in the bed and I began to meditate on it. I began to say, Lord, speak, Lord. Just as you did to Samuel, I need you to speak to me. I need to know the direction of what you would have me to do. I need to know this. And then when, when that didn't happen, I went and got into the, I went to the bathroom cut the light on, looked in the mirror, and began to talk in the mirror and say, Lord, I need to know what is my purpose? What, what purpose is you got me up tonight? Is it somebody that's going through? Is it somebody that I'm, I'm about to meet? And all believers, I promise you, I promise you, when I did that, God began to bless. And I found myself crying in tears and rejoicing in the Lord. And guess what? On the next day, I saw the manifestation of God. I saw the manifestation of God begin to bless in my life, and I knew then why I couldn't sleep. What? He was preparing me for the next day. That's, what I, that's all I'm saying. A lot of times we don't get prepared. We want everything to be like the preacher. We want to depend on the pastor to give us a message, and we feel good about, well, I went to church this week. Well, that's good. But what did you go to church for? What was your purpose? Just to say, I went to church where I had to go pay my tax. Where you find that at in the Bible? Well, it's in there, as the sister told me. I, I, you ain't going to let make me doubt it. No, no, I ain't going to make you doubt it. But I'm going to say, if you're going to give to God, you need to give according to uh, the scriptures. Okay. 10% is just a start, believers. That's just a start. That's not something that you can rest in. Oh, you say, well, and that ain't to the church only. See, that's the problem. You have been brainwashed to believe that's to the church. Can't nobody write me, call me, and show me that Malachi 3 and 8 is talking to the church. And it's talking to the church people. It is not talking to the church or the church people. No, ma'am, no, sir. It is talking to the priests because the priests wasn't doing what they supposed to. And it was a letter 
Just like in Jeremiah the t- uh, uh, 29th chapter, I believe it is, when he told the talk about Israel was going to be in bondage for uh, 70 years. And then this hypocrite going to tell me, no, you're going to come out of bondage. And he said, and then going to break the yoke off of him. And at the midst of it, God turned around and, and, and gave him a prophecy, and you're going to die. See, a lot of people don't believe the scriptures anymore. We believe in church folks. We believe in preachers. So, therefore, that's how come we got these churches popping up like popcorn everywhere. Everybody want to be a pastor. And then, then the weak men sit back and they want to want they 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 uh, the wife want to be the pastor. So they'll make the the wife want the, the husband something just to justify it. I'm sorry, that's not word. That's not scripture, folks. Now we can say it, we can do it, but I'm telling you, you can't back it up in scripture. I ain't found nobody to back it up in the scripture. They when the Bible said that the uh, that wife should be subject to the husband in all things. How are you going to be a husband at home, but then when you go to church and you ain't a husband no more, you you a man and she the woman? Oh, no, no, no. It don't work like that, folks. We got to come back to the Scripture. When we come back to the Scriptures, believers, then the anointing and the power of God will begin to move. Then we will be seeing the manifestation that's why we got 87% of divorces in marriages. And we got that right now only because nobody is telling people when you get married, you're married to death, do you part? You're married, you, they go in looking for a way to get out just in case it don't work. They go in even trying to figure it out. That's why they have prenuptial uh, agreement. Because they saying, okay, we're going to get out of this if it don't work. Come on. Now, I understand the world doing that. I understand the people that's not confessing and know Christ, they doing that. But how is it that the believers, the saints of God, the so-called Christians is doing that? Something is wrong with that picture, folks, and the preachers is not crying again. We want to motivate the people. Motivate to give them more money, to get more money, and that's what it's all about. Now, nobody want to cry against the sins that's going forth in these people's life and letting them know that you should be different from the world, that you should live a holy and a dedicated life, that you should be a vessel fit for the masses you. This is the problem. We are not willing to do this anymore. We would rather go to a church where they're going to motivate, talk about all the good things, Talking about we've been beat down all week long, so we don't want to beat down on Saturday or on a Sunday, brother, where we need to hear something to make us feel good. What is the purpose of making you feel good when you're still living in a miserable marriage, when you're still living in a, a, a single life that you want to be married and you're up and down in that, and then uh, 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 those that are married, they they miserable because the husband is not recognizing her uh, as his wife. Amen. Uh, what you mean, brother? Well, I thought you say to him, yeah, be the head. Be the first one to pray. Be the first one to serve. Be the first one to be an example. That's what I'm saying, being a head. A head is not saying do this and do that. It's got to be you willing to be an example for her, that she would have a pathway to follow. 
Listen to me now. Listen to me. If you're a sister that say you love God, you need to get away from some of this uh, liberal uh, uh, women's live stuff. Go back to the scripture. No, I'm not telling you to be uh, a flow mat so somebody can walk on you. I wouldn't dare tell you that. But what I can say, if you love God, if you're willing to be uh, led of God, then allow the anointing of God to lead your life. Brethren, if you're saying that you love God and you're saying that God have chose you, have called you to be a vessel fit for the master's use, then how in the world can you be a disordered brother to say you are a man of God and you saying uh, she should do this and do that? For no, you ain't willing to pray. Don't bother me. I'm looking at the game. Wait a minute. It could be the time that God want to get something across to your children. Man, if I could really open some things that happened in my household because I didn't know. I didn't have nobody teaching this what I'm teaching you. We was teaching the lollipop message. Come on, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Six days shall thy labor and do all the way. Don't get me wrong. I believe the commandments of God is true. But I think it's a lot deeper because you can have a letter and not have the spirit. And there lies the problem. People that have the, uh, the letter and ain't got the spirit of God, you got problems. And when you got problems, then therefore your whole household got problems. Because if the man is not doing what the scriptures say, then guess what? The whole house is out of order. And then if the man is allowing the sister to be out of order, then he out of order for allowing it. Then she out of order. Then the children going to be out of order. Then guess what? We got what we got today. Folks, Jesus is soon to come. Jesus is soon to come. And because he's soon to come, we got to be willing to live holy. Not a holiness church, no ma'am. Not a church that said we got holiness on it. Uh, 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 no ma'am, no sir. We got to be willing to say I'm different. I'm not going along with all this stuff. Everybody is been blending now because we don't want to be by ourselves. We got to go back and read the scripture. Look how the men's of God wore. Look how the women's of God. Look how they led a different lifestyle. Look how they began to say, I'm going to be the vessel that God called me because I know this is temporary. But guess what? We are going to receive eternal life if we live right. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that we're doing. I ask you to bless those that have heard the word. God, give them that mindset to want to obey you in spirit and in truth. And that one that is not converted, let them know, God, that they can be converted if the conviction of you is in their life. God, that they can surrender their life and be the vessel that you fit, that's fit for the master's you. We thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen to me, believers. We would love to hear from some of you. How about visiting our website? Do that for me. Those of you that have your phone, just go on and visit brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. And, and, and see, can't we be a blessing to you? Amen. And see, won't what's on there be a blessing to you when you begin to read it? 
We have all the messages on there from the last 30 weeks, so you can always pull up a message that you miss. And I promise you, it will be a blessing to you. But those of you that don't want to do that and they have the technology to do that, you can call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. We are looking forward to seeing you and looking forward to hearing from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.